For going on to 20 years now, Congress and the public have read with a mixture of horror and fascination the reports coming out of the inspectors general, first for Iraq and then for Afghanistan reconstruction. They've detailed hundreds of billions of dollars in spending and misspending. Now President Trump has proposed making the cigar reports secret. He called it insane that they're routinely released publicly. The idea isn't going down too well with at least one longtime good government group. Joining me with her reaction, Mandy Smithberger, director of the Center for Defense Information at the Project on Government Oversight. Mandy, good to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. So what, well, what is your reaction to the idea that these reports could be withheld? And is there any evidence yet that they have been? We have not seen any evidence that these reports are being withheld, though it's important to note that even under the Obama administration, the Department of Defense tried to classify some of these reports. But from our standpoint, this is essential information for Congress and the public to have to judge whether our money and our troops' efforts are well spent in Afghanistan. Because the reports don't detail upcoming troop movements or force levels, they simply talk about spending on schools and roads and antennas and police stations? Well, that's not necessarily the case. So we're not sure precisely what President Trump's concerns were in this case with his remarks. But what has been controversial in the past is some of the reports that Cigar has done when it comes to looking at the readiness of Afghanistan forces. The important thing to keep in mind, though, is while some of that information is appropriately classified and sensitive, the kind of information in his reports is historical, it's top level, it's really getting just a snapshot of are our efforts to train and equip the Afghan security forces working or not. And you have noticed some degree of increase maybe in secrecy or withholding while Secretary Mattis was at the Pentagon? Yes. Under Secretary Mattis, we saw a significant increase in secrecy, uh, discontinuation of reporting on troop numbers in Afghanistan, Syria, and Iraq, uh, withholding information about Afghan force capabilities, uh, seeking additional exemptions from disclosure requirements under the Freedom of Information Act, and imposing additional constraints on media access to department officials. And getting back to the SIGAR reports, I've read many of them, and I also read the Iraq Reconstruction reports also, when those were still coming out. And, of course, the ones that stand out in your mind are the embassy that was built so badly that urinals emptied into the light fixtures and all that kind of thing. I think that that picture went viral. Is there any evidence that you're aware of that, well, first of all, let's talk about the effect these reports have had at all, because they are after the fact for the most part. And I have not seen Congress kind of get up on its hind legs and cut back any of the money for reconstruction as a result of those reports. Yeah, we've seen a lot of oversight from Congress, so a number of hearings, you know, kind of pounding the table, but we have not seen that result in significant cuts to reconstruction efforts. And have you seen any evidence that, or have you, are you aware of any evidence that there has been some negative military effect because of information that might have been made public? No. Our understanding is that there has not been any negative impact to U.S. national security as a result of releasing these reports. What we suspect is that these reports are embarrassing, and that is why the department does not want this information released. All right. So, so far, they're still coming out, and they're still there in the public domain. They're quite large files, as a matter of fact. What would happen? What would you do? What would your reaction be if they started to withhold them? So if we see them start to withhold them, I think it's going to be extremely important not only for civil society groups like the Project on Government Oversight, but for Congress to demand for this information to be made publicly available, to hold hearings, 
particularly as we are debating whether or not to continue our presence in Afghanistan. And what's your sense of the sentiment of members of Congress? Does it vary by party, whether these should be withheld? Or that is to say, do you think there's going to be more vociferous opposition to it now that, say, the Democrats are in control of the House? Um, I think there's actually been pretty broad bipartisan support for the Inspector General's efforts there, particularly in the oversight committees. So the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee has been very supportive and helped to create this office. And we've also seen from the House Oversight and Government Reform, and it's been bipartisan. Yeah, and so with respect to what they do put out, uh, I just want to clarify what I thought you said, that there are still some materials that are classified that only go to, say, members of Congress or certain eyes that can see them, in addition to the large body of work that we do see from CIGAR? Correct. There are some elements of their work that remain appropriately classified. Where do we go from here? I mean, if it's not actually being classified, could this be something just the president was spouting off on and doesn't plan to do anything about? Or what's your sense of what's going to happen next? So what we have seen is that in the past, when the department has classified these reports, that the Special Inspector General, John Sopko, has been very vocal in letting the public and Congress know. So I hope that if he is being censored in the future, that he will continue to make sure that the public is aware that they're not getting the information they need to determine whether their money is well spent. And would POGO, say, partner with some of the other, as you say, civil society and oversight outside groups, maybe get together and try to take this on? Oh, yes. Uh, The Project and Government Oversight will definitely lead efforts to make sure that the public gets the information they need. And what form could that take? A lawsuit? I don't know if a lawsuit is the appropriate form in this case. I think it will largely be advocacy, but I'd have to... Yeah, it's a little early, I guess, to tell. Let's wait and see what they do. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know the counterpunch till you see what the the opponent does. And what about other inspector general reports, such as agency inspectors general? All that's out in the public, too. I haven't heard any any thought of restricting any of that. So we did see some concerns from chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, Adam Smith, that some of these reports are still being over-classified. And I would say we've also seen the use of for official use only stampings on reports to keep information from the public. So that is an ongoing concern. If that becomes systemic, I think that Congress is going to have to legislate and clarify what they expect from these reports to prevent agencies from abusing these authorities. And what would be the most likely committee from which such legislation might originate? I would think that would likely be the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee who has jurisdiction over all of the federal watchdogs. Yeah, so there might be maybe some disagreement between them and the Armed Services Committees. There could be, but in this case, since we've seen leadership from the Armed Services Committee, at least in the House, being concerned about this as well, I'm hoping that we can get to a sensible solution that helps the American people know that their money is well spent. Andy Smithberger is director of the Center for Defense Information at the Project on Government Oversight. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll post more information and a link to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.